It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, August 27, 2020. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. The city of Angoon is going into lockdown after six more positive cases of coronavirus were confirmed in the community on Wednesday. The new cases take Angoon's total to eight, prompting Mayor Joshua Bowen to issue an emergency order requiring all travelers to the community to self-isolate for two weeks on arrival. The order also requires anyone who has tested positive for the virus to self-quarantine for two weeks, as must anyone who was notified by contact tracers that they were in close contact with a confirmed positive case. The only exemption to Angoon's emergency order are travelers classified by the state as providing essential services or critical workforce infrastructure. Community-wide testing began immediately on the announcement of the six new cases. Angoon's 500 residents are being asked to limit their contact with other households until they've got their test results. Meanby, in the nearby community of Cake, similar strict measures to contain an outbreak there seem to have paid off. In an emergency meeting of the Cake City Council on Wednesday afternoon, Lloyd Davis reported that the last four people who tested positive on Saturday, August 15th, had completed a 10-day isolation and were no longer considered active cases. Cake, which experienced a total of 11 positives, was now effectively virus-free. As of today, we don't have any um, active positive cases. Davis urged fellow council members to maintain the community's travel restrictions and not to schedule large gatherings or events. We need to get it out to the community there, you know, we need to keep it as tight as we can there for the sake of our school. Davis said that remote education was proving tough and he wanted to avoid the shutdown of schools that Angoon was now facing. The redesign of the official seal of the city of Sitka is moving forward. Assembly members at their most recent meeting reviewed the work of local artists competing for the chance to update the 50-year-old seal. But as KCAW's Catherine Rose reports, choosing art by committee is harder than it sounds. Sitkins often get to hear assembly members musing on budgets, but not often on art. Assembly members donned their art critic hats recently when they reviewed a smattering of submissions for the city seal redesign project. The current city seal is showing its age. It depicts a cannon pointing over Sitka Sound towards something that looks like a clinket fort. Many have said the seal represents historic and generational trauma for Sitka's indigenous communities. The Sitka Tribe of Alaska Tribal Council and the Assembly discussed changing the seal when the governments met last year. In January, the Assembly launched the redesign process. City staff solicited submissions from local artists, offering a $1,000 prize to the winner. They received 12 designs. They narrowed it down to seven, which were reviewed by the Sitka Tribal Council, along with various city commissions and committees in a roadshow of sorts. Member Kevin Knox, who sponsored the project, along with Stephen Eisenbeis, described the selection. So in your packets, you saw that the, the different contest entries, um, ranging from line art drawing with, uh, with you know, some color to some digital uh, graphic entries, we, nobody knew the, the entrance. We got a, a, a whole range of, of people bringing entries forward. Knox said that most of the entries were well received in that process, though a couple stood out. Uh, of all the entries that we got, uh, a lot of them were really received quite, uh, quite well. People liked the design ideas, liked the, the intent, and liked the, the direction that many of them were going. And most of the assembly feedback was positive, too. Members picked their favorites and also had some suggestions for changes. I like it. I think it's a really snazzy design, but it looks like something you'd see on Visit Sitco. I said number five. But I, again, um, I'm not an artist, and this is not my wheelhouse. I presume those are killer whale fins. 
uh, but they actually, because of the pointed nature, there's something about the artistic rendering which makes them look like uh, a scene out of Jaws. The seven designs varied, featuring everything from depictions of Mount Edgecombe to the O'Connell Bridge. Some featured totem poles, canoes, and other tribal imagery. Knox said some members of the public had expressed interest in displaying the name Shitka on the seal, along with Sitka. Assemblymember Richard Ween said he would like to see one of Sitka's more prominent buildings featured in more of the designs, too. Um, the iconic St. Michael's, for example, in some representation. You know, obviously you can't have everything in there, uh, but there are certain things within Sitka um, which are probably, you know, very identifiable. Assembly members gave their feedback and noted their favorites and asked City Planning Director Amy Ainsley to bring back the top five for another round of consideration at a future meeting. The Assembly will review those designs and may make a final decision in September. Boarding in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. You can see the current round of submissions for the new City of Sitka seal on our website, kcaw.org. There are only a few days left for local businesses and nonprofits to apply for the city's CARES Act program. So far, the city has received over 200 applications. In an email to KCAW from Grant Administrator Rob Allen, he wrote that of those, 19 of the applicants are nonprofits, 65 are fishermen, and 11 are deckhands. But some business owners aren't happy with how the city has decided to distribute that money. When the Sitka Assembly met on Tuesday, Marshall Albertson, who is a candidate for local assembly this fall, owns three businesses. And while he received federal Paycheck Protection Plan money for all three, the city's criteria for CARES Act grants are different, so only one of his businesses will qualify. He said that as a result, he was considering suing the city. When I first found out about this last week, I was livid. I went and talked to my lawyer, uh... He thinks that because I did, the feds paid the PPP, and now that they want to, the city wants to hold back the CARES Act, I absolutely have a lawsuit. He said it's one we definitely could win. The only thing is, I was informed if I file this lawsuit, then it'll hold up all the CARES Act money. So, therein lies a quandary. Sitkins who file their business taxes on their personal IRS Form 1040 only qualify for one CARES Act business grant through the city for the first round of funding. But City Administrator John Leach said the criteria could be modified in the future. Um, so we started small in this first round to get more information, to find out just at least how many entities are out there without sales tax IDs for the city that would qualify. And we also wanted to find out how many DBAs, as much information as we could get who would apply for this thing. And then we can give a more or have a more targeted program um, to do as much good as we can and stay within our budget. Some assembly members shared Albertson's concerns. Here's Valerie Nelson. But if they have three separate city sales tax accounts, I think each business should be eligible for those credits. I don't think we should be making it harder for people. Member Kevin Knox, a member of the working group that developed the $14 million CARES Act budget, said the group anticipated they would have some funds left over in the $5 million earmarked for businesses and nonprofits. After that, there was the, the thought that we could have a more robust uh, discussion or application period that would provide additional funding in a second round uh, that would reflect uh, the, you know, the economic multipliers or the number of employees that, you know, are serviced or 
Beach said they would have a better idea of how much remains in the funding pool after all of the applications are returned. The deadline to apply for the CARES Act business and nonprofit recovery grants is August 31st at 5 p.m. In other business on Tuesday night, the Assembly voted unanimously to promote Melissa Haley to the role of finance director, voted unanimously to promote Antonio Rosas to building manager at Harrigan Centennial Hall, and voted unanimously to appropriate $1.3 million towards the rehabilitation of the Green Lake power plant. Some electric utility customers will be without power for several hours today. The electric department is making improvements to the Marine Street substation and is asking Sitkins to expect outages between the hours of 6 a.m. and noon. A press release from the city asked that customers conserve electricity between those times in order to limit the size and duration of the outage. According to the release, a section of homes near the substation is guaranteed to be without power for at least two hours. Other areas of Sitka that may be affected include the stretch of Halibut Point Road north of Sandy Beach, the north side of Japonski Island, a stretch of Sawmill Creek Road between Allen Marine and Whale Park, though outages may not be limited to those areas. Taking a look at the community calendar. Today, Thursday, August 27th, is the first day of school for Sitka School District. Because of increased bear activity, Sitka National Historical Park is temporarily closing its entire trail system between the hours of 7.30 p.m. and 7.30 a.m. until park management is certain that bear activity has ceased in the vicinity of Indian River and Totem Trail. Select daytime trail closers are in effect when needed. Daytime trail users are encouraged to be alert, make noise in areas of limited visibility, and avoid areas that have recent signs of bear activity, such as tracks, scat, or active fishing. For more information, call 747-0110. Sitka Public Library offers online story time for preschoolers on the Libraries and Sitka Babies and Books Facebook pages at 10.30 a.m. every Thursday. Included are readings, songs or rhymes, and book and activity suggestions to do at home. The readings follow copyright permission and will eventually be deleted. For more information, call Maite at 747-4022. Al-Anon, a support group for people affected by someone else's drinking, meets noon every Thursday via Zoom. Email sitkaalanon at gmail.com to receive more information and a link to join. Heather Lendy and John Straley discuss their new books, Publishing in a Pandemic, and more at 6 p.m. tonight via Zoom. Go to oldharborbooks.net for the registration link. Applications for free and reduced-price meals for Sitka School District students are available at all school offices and at schoolcafe.com. All are encouraged to apply online and to apply early. Households must reapply each year. Those with questions about the lunch program can contact Leslie Young at 966-1249 or email youngl at sitkaschools.org. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News. This is morning.